1: hello 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 and welcome back to belligerence Uh, i'm here with the always reliable and beautiful jay Collin tony why thank you so much and uh we're coming at you from our new and improved studio Uh, yes so if our voices sound creamy like milk or just cream creamy like Creamy like butter. I'm creamy. Creamy like a cream pie. I'm creamy like milk. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I'm so creamy <coughs> like milk. All right. Like yeah. That? That's a Celine Dion song. I was very cream pie-ish. That's a Celine, Celine Dion. It's a B-side. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm a pig. What can I say? <laughs> what did you say? Cream pie. Oh, my favorite kind of pie. Yeah. No, it's not. Not really. I don't, no. yeah. So, Jay. Yes. How's your eyeball? You had the eye patch on. I never talked about it. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm gonna. I i am going to, I don't,
2: I need to order another eye patch. I think you just dig the eye patch, man. <clears throat> no, actually, I don't. But this one's see-through. It's got, it's like mesh so I can see through. It cuts the glare out. Um, going for the full snake pluskin. Yeah, because it really, it's really awful at work. I can't. And bright lights. Like, this is really weird. I was at my mom's today, and she's always got all the lights on in the house because I don't know why, but that's just what she does. (coughs) Pardon me. And um, anyway, (laughs) sorry. Um, So I'm sitting in the living room, and the light is just freaking killing me, dude. Like, it it was really giving me these white spots. So I'm
1: hoping that hopefully this will go away, but... I don't know, man. So we spent five hours together at the hospital. Yeah, that was fun. So Jay uh, calls me in a panic, telling me he can't see out of his eye, <laughs> and that his wife wasn't home and he needed to go to the hospital. So to the hospital we went and we drove around in circles for... Oh, my God. So apparently the signs for that hospital, um, it's literally like it points you in one direction. Yeah. And it says the parking lot's this way. And then you get there and you it's like you end up on a one way street and then you come around the block again and it the arrow is the arrow is pointing in the wrong like direction.
2: A, and like there's a service exit that's just for like ambulances and delivery trucks, and we're like going, Where the
1: fuck is a parking so lot? So we asked the woman when we got in and we were like, Where is the fucking parking lot? It's like, Oh yeah, the, the arrow on the sign points the wrong way. Yeah. It's like you guys might want to fix that. Right. <laughs> we literally drove around the block like fifteen fucking. It's a good thing it wasn't an emergency. I know, I know. Uh, so, yeah, we sat there <coughs> for, like, four or five hours. Uh, you got your eye dilated. You looked badass. Yeah. I looked like I was um, on drugs. And then, as it turned out, you're just, uh, you know, just a natural process. No, as it turned out, you, you got to see what they did to me. Oh, man. Yeah, so, Jay. That now, was horrifying. Now, I have friends. I have one friend in particular who's, she's very squeamish about the eye. Like touching it. Like she even she listened people, to the show. Yeah, even like, even um like watching people put contacts in. Um And my God, she would have had a she would have had to be fucking like taken out on, on a stretcher watching what they were doing to you. Yeah, they they laid you back, and he used this like it looked like a dental tool, but like with like a little golf club. Yeah, and it at looked the... like a mini like crowbar. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he was literally put going under your eyelid and like pushing Pushing down on my eyeball. You took it like a champ though. Telling me to look
2: up and down left and right. It it was, it's very, you know, it fucking kills me. Like I said, we, we can put people in space on a space station. We can make bombs that fucking
1: could annihilate
2: everything, but leave leave cities standing. Right. But when it comes to fixing something on the human body, like the eye, we resort to this medieval torture. Um, and it was very medieval. Yeah. Um, and apparently, if I, so apparently, I, I thought, they thought I had a detached retina. So, well, if, you thought you had a detached retina. Well, that's what the, that's why they sent me there because the doctor said usually when you see, I've seen a bright light on the side of my eye, which I get, saw again last night, by the way, which kind of freaked me out. Um, they said that, you know, your retina could be detached. And so they told me that when that happens, they have to perform retina surgery right away and you have to be awake for it. And so I looked up retina surgery like a good doobie. Hmm. Um, I won't go into details of what they do, but it's fucking horrifying. And God forbid, hopefully knock on wood, that doesn't happen.
1: Is it laser surgery, isn't it?
2: Yeah, but you have to be awake for it. Yeah, because you um, have to keep your eyes open. Yeah. yeah, and the the thing that freaked me out the most was them
1: putting the needle in your eyeball. I've always wanted LASIK, but you know what? Have you seen what LASIK looks like? No. So they cut a flap on the top layer of your eye. Oh, my God. And they bend it over. It's like a, it's triangular, and they bend it over itself, and then they, like, they adhere it back. So it, it forms a prism, and that's... How your eyesight improves because you're basically Jesus. like like they're they're improving the prism of your eye, and like wow, it's it, it, it it's simply you know it used to be that LASIK there was like a ten percent chance that you'd come out and go yeah blind. now it's like a hundred percent now it's like ninety nine point yeah. nine percent like no complications but I've always wanted to do it but uh you have to be awake yeah fuck and that. like seeing it just like the microscopic process of making a slit. And then folding it over, oh, dude, it just freaks me out, man. No,
2: that's why, like I said, the retina attachment reattachment is no. Yeah, I mean, luckily you you dodge that. You would have to do it. I mean, you know, if you don't do it, you're gonna go blind. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but I mean, um, it just freaked me out, and so now I I I have to.
1: um, I'm excited for the eye patch era. I gotta say, I'm not. I am. I'm very excited. Everybody in work, this is a new part. This is a new phase of your life, Jay. This is you're gonna do the second half as a pirate. Great, I like it. Or a vampire. It. Well, that, yeah, exactly. See, like you always you you have a knack for turning ugly into an aesthetic. Well, I was told by a customer the other day when I was wearing
2: it. Um, she said, "Can I can I talk to you for a sec?" I'm so wet right now. And I go, and I go, sure. What's going on? And she goes, I have to say, you have the coolest
1: aesthetic I've ever seen in an <laughs> Apple store. I have never been at an Apple store and seen someone wearing an eye patch before. And
2: I and I just looked at her and I went, Well, thank you. <laughs> and then I went, trust me, it's not on purpose. She goes, I know, but you know, you got the chain and the black clothes, and now you have this eye patch. And she said, Are you in a band? It, it's strategic. Her, her husband has got wicked long hair and he's hanging there and he's just laughing. He's like, Yeah, dude, you look pretty dope. And I go, Yeah, dude. She was telling me how bad she wanted to fuck you. Oh, God. <laughs> But I, I, you know, and that's nice. But I'm being I'm being serious about this. It's nice, but on the other hand, it's it kind of bums me out because of what's going on. As soon as I turned 58 years old, this happened.
1: Literally, like the day after. It's bizarre. I I I gotta be honest with you. I'm more likely to want to fuck you with an eye patch on. Here we go. Look good. You can rock it, dude. Yeah. Okay. See that's the thing about you. When you look like you and you're you're you dress in all black and you're as extreme. When you, as you look are, like you, yeah. When you when you look like something that like climbed out of like a uh, an eighties hairband and then lived yeah. under a bridge for twenty years. Great. Oh, that's nice. Like you can pull off anything.
2: Oh, I'm I'm am I'm a fucking eighties. You're, you're a
1: rock bridge troll, right? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah you are.
2: Yeah, I'm a metal bridge troll. Yeah. That's excellent. <laughs>
1: you're like just regular Steven Tyler because he's also. <laughs> Only I wish I had his hair. Um, but no, uh, you, you can pull off the iPad. Just it's then. probably a wig. I enjoy it. So we're recording the show. I don't really know why. We got this new camera. We're trying to be... Is it working? Yeah, it's on. If you touch the iPad button, it'll... Oh, you need my fingerprint. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Oh. Well. It is doing it. Um, yeah. I don't know why we're recording the show. Why not? Yeah, we'll see if we have it. it or not
2: um last time we did it was horrible and we lost views and
1: well that was live stream because we had a failure live stream we're not, yeah. we're not live streaming because no. i didn't want to i don't want to go back down that road yeah um and plus this is a wireless camera so i don't even know if i could have the audio attached to it but no this roadcaster we should shut out road there's nothing attached to that we're oh really the- yeah roadcaster
2: pro um i have to say um, I had turned Mr. Feeney onto this from Deep Dive Podcast. <laughs> Mr. Feeney. And Mr. Um,
1: not the one from Boy Meets World.
2: No. And uh <laughs> excuse me. And um I'm sorry, this is giving me Why extreme. Do you keep fucking gas. Burping? I can't help it. It's man. like you just don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> You just make a mockery of the show. This show is about being not giving a this fuck. This <laughs> show is about making a mockery of the show. But I had turned it on. I turned uh, Tom Feeney from Deep Dive Podcast onto this, and he was like, "Ooh, that looks really interesting." And he bought one. And me and Dean were like, "He's not going to one up us." We're like, "Fuck that, man!" (laughs) So I actually, um, I actually got rid of a PA system that I had lingering. Jay's a hoarder.
1: Uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I'm a on the gear show. gear hoarder. You're, you're a hoarder, man. No, I'm not, dude. You're borderline hoarder. No, I'm not. You, you bitch about like Lara being a hoarder. You're so I am not worse. a hoarder, Jay. I, have you seen what I've done recently? Yeah. How? What? Okay. Here's an example. Jay had this Kodak printer sitting under his, his desk. Right. This thing was no joke. It was probably. 999. you got to admit, though, it was beautiful. It was in it was mint condition. Beautiful. It was a piece of shit. But Kodak it was in mint product. condition. Yeah, you know why it was in mint condition, Because a... you never used it. I did use it a lot. Yeah? I just when? couldn't get ink for it la- anymore. So when was the last time you used it? <laughs> uh, about three years ago. <laughs> oh, good. So Jay's agonizing over this decision. Like, dude, do I, do <coughs> I get <coughs> rid of it, dude? I was dude, holding up dude. my new Epson printer. Dude, do I get rid of it? Dude, what do you think? What do you think, dude? Wait, you had a new printer that whole time you were going through this debate? Yeah, that's my Epson. was So sitting what up. did you... It, it rose it up. That's why I was using it for like a little platform. So you used a printer to, as a platform yeah. to hold up another yeah. printer. Yeah. And you didn't use either printer. No. And then you wouldn't... No, I use my my Epson. I use that all the time. So what was the other one doing there? That was just a razor, a riser. So that was the purpose of the Kodiak printer?
2: Yeah. All
1: right. Hopefully... not a horror.
2: I, I went online trying to find ink for it. I know you could get ink for it, but it was like, you know, that... Third-party shit that, and then it's like water. Jay pulls out
1: this watch. Oh day. come on! You gotta admit. Okay, so Jay pulls out a watch. It's, it's a cool. It's a cool watch. What do they call those cases? It's a Pelican case. Pelican case. Thank you. So Pelican it's case. A, if you're what not do they familiar, call it? It's like a, a military grade. In, Invitka? Uh, yeah, Invitka. In,
2: Invitka. No, invicta. Yeah. Invicta. Invicta. No, Invicta. Invicta. What are you saying it like that? I don't fucking it's know. Easy. It's
1: at least it's Invicta. It's Invicta. Invicta. In- oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's working the board. Sorry. So this might get weird at times. <laughs> we didn't program enough into it. So. No, we're going to, though. But we're getting there. Anyway, Jay found this Invicta watch in a Pelican case. If you're not familiar with the Pelican case, it's that hard shell military grade. They float. Yeah, they float. You can like run them over with a truck, basically. <laughs> like usually you use them to like move high risk. Yeah. Like items are f- very, very fragile items. So. So, you sent me a picture of this thing. Well, what was I up. using it for?
2: Uh, well, to raise up my little yeah, so Jay has, Orange Amplifier. Jay
1: has this literally like $1,000 watch that he found. Okay? No, no, it was given to me. Right, whatever. I found no, it you under found my, it my desk. On your desk. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's in a Pelican case, and it's called an <clears throat> Invicta Zeus Elite em- Empire. Empire. Uh, Zeus Empire Reserve. The Bolt Zeus Empire That's Reserve. That's right, yeah. And this watch. Um, is the size of your face. It's no joke the size, like if you make, it, I bet, I bet you like Gina. It's the size of her fist. Yeah. Okay. It, it's it, all, it's all bra- uh, brass. It's yeah, all it's brass. brass. It weighs about six pounds. Yeah. It's like three inches high off your wrist. Yeah, and it's it's a diver's watch. And the diameter of the thing is probably like four or five inches. Yeah, it's fucking a diver's watch. You get it's like an anchor. You get stuck at the bottom of the fucking no. It's seat, like the old divers
2: like, with the round helmets with the you know the things on each side. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's
0: deep I think divers? Is that what it's that's what it's supposed after. to
1: be. Yeah. So Jay has his watch, and he's like, "Dude, what what can I get for this, dude?" He's like, "Dude, this must be worth like a million dollars." So we look him up, and now you're selling it on eBay. But like you went back and forth like fifteen fucking times of whether or not you should. See, like, and you're agonizing. What well, was given to me
2: as watch. a gift, and the guy that gave it to me is really cool. He's a synthesizer player, he's a DJ, and Jay,
1: he's. you had this watch under a desk, probably for holding like ten up an years. App for ten years, yeah, holding up my orange cab. And then like our storage unit. So we have a st- we share a storage unit. Me yes, we do. Um, in we'll the storage. unit. do. Okay, all right. We'll save it <laughs> in the st- in the storage unit. Um. All right, so let me let me talk about my side of the storage unit. It's my dad. My dad built a bike out of wood because he's totally not a crazy person. It actually matches the watch. No, it doesn't. It's teal.
2: No, no, I mean, if you're riding that bike down the street, you should definitely wear that watch. Because the bike
1: weighs, <laughs> no joke, 200 pounds. It totally so does. So my dude. dad built a bike out of uh, plywood and other kinds of wood. I don't even know, but it, it's heavy. And it's, too, it's so it's heavy really that heavy. it flattens the wheels when you try to ride it. But he, like, did the metal work himself. Your and, father's like, amazing. He is amazing. It, it is an, as an art piece, it's yeah, pretty incredible. It's cool. As a bike, no, it's useless. God, imagine riding that up but a hill. But it's like the prototype. It's like it's like the the Mark A A.1. Yeah, because I think, like, if you
2: did build something like that to market it, it would probably be, like, titanium and plastics. Yeah, you and, need to yeah. use lighter weight
1: materials. Yeah. But it looks cool. It does like look Bell, cool. It, he modeled it's, it after a Bel Air. I was going to say, it's very retro. Yeah. You yeah. model it after like a 57 bell. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's in my storage unit. Um, there's two mattresses, one of which I bought on Amazon, and it was just junk just to get me through. And then I bought a better mattress like six months before Gina moved in, and now that mattress is in storage. So I have two mattresses in storage. That is the extent of my stuff. Well no, you have the storage unit.
2: Gina's stuff in there as yes, well. Yes.
1: And then Gina and then it's a bunch of absolute trash that Gina put in the storage <laughs> unit. Um half the bins have like one sheet in them. What? Yeah dude. She, like, she's like a whole bin for like a like, half. a big bin. So those no are like shit. the biggest bins you can get. Yeah those are big bins. Big bins. So like I you know it's it's basically like <clears throat> my my friend it's it's Dean and Friends' uh storage unit. And then your side So let's get back to Jay being a hoarder. hoarder. What's eighty percent of the stuff on your side of the storage unit, Jay? Um, All right, wait a minute. I got to defend
2: myself on this. So being a musician, nope. Shut up. Hmm. I can mute you. You know, (laughs) you can. (laughs) Um, My side of the storage unit is uh, I've got. We just put a bunch of keyboard stands in there, and also. Uh, I have a bunch of boxes, uh, what about equipment them? boxes. What about those boxes? They're empty boxes. They are empty. All boxes. right. Well, there's a reason for that Hundreds. because, so for instance, I'll give you an example. I had to send out my 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 um, Moog synthesizer. Who gets a storage unit? We had to upgrade the storage unit. Well, because we had so I, many but I also boxes. have a bunch of shit in there that was in a closet that was in my studio that didn't even belong to me. It's all Laura's shit. I mean, I pulled out shit out of there looking, and she's like, "Well, maybe we should go through these." I'm like, "Why? You haven't seen anything in this fucking bin for fourteen years." Well, that's fucking how I feel years. about Gina's
1: stuff, and like a lot of it's her dad's old stuff, and I get the sentimental value of some of it, but like a lot of it is just shit. Shit. Like, there's a bin with no joke five thousand DVDs. In there. Like, why? It's like, who, who, who's going to watch Indiana Jones? Well, that's like
2: all the DVDs in the corner in my apartment. I told Laura the other day, I go, we really need to get rid of these. Oh, we yeah, don't you have like a watch-school DVD
1: rack, Yeah, you? yeah. Like, wh- why? It's behind the creepy dolls that stare at me. Yeah, I hate those fucking dolls, man. <laughs> um, but you're a hoarder. You're not, you're not so bad because you don't have the space. But I'm, I'm getting better. I worry what you'd be like if you had like a big house. If I had a big house? I think you'd be a hoarder. No. You you have a very hard time detaching yourself from things. I'm getting good. Oh, yeah? You know I'm getting better. I, no, I don't. How are you getting better?
2: Dude, you saw what I did to the closet. I actually have yeah, a studio closet now. You put all that stuff in storage. Because it's her you,
1: stuff. But you didn't throw anything away at all.
2: Oh, I did. You, right, you, you had no idea what I filled in that. fucking. Those bags look like body bags that she brought home. I filled one whole bag, dude. One whole bag? Wow. It was, dude, it's the size of you.
1: No, it's not. Yes,
2: it is. Put me in a bag. I'll put you in one of those bags. I've had a dumpster dive in that dumpster before. It wouldn't be the first time. I'll fucking, that's what I'll do for Halloween this year. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll get the trash bag. I'll put it up to the, I'll put a little yellow ribbon around. You you can go as a trash bag. Well, that's just me every day. (laughs) I go as, I, I live life as a trash bag, Jay. No, I'm just saying, I've gotten better and I'm getting better. I'm starting, I, I'm douching the apartment. I'm, I'm throw, I throw, dude, there were fucking magazines, cooking magazines, and my max? magazines.
1: Any, any, like, penthouse? No. No.
2: Gear magazines going back to 2004.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Man. Why? You. Why? Because of you. No. Oh, I, there are Laura's gear I, magazines? And, and Laura's, Laura's cookbooks? Well, yeah. Wait. Okay. Going back to the 90s. And it's funny, because Laura
2: doesn't even need cookbooks. <laughs> no, she doesn't.
1: So, Lara's amazing.
2: So, I literally took all of that shit, threw it in the trash bag, and I was like done with it. I'm like, so I'm slowly getting there. I'm douching the apartment. I fucking hate clutter, dude. I'm
1: not a hoarder to the point where, like, I. No, you just throw everything away. I have to get rid of things. I can't. I'm the opposite of a hoarder. I, I hate clutter. I hate, like, having, like, this box on the floor from this mount is driving me fucking crazy. Just yeah. that, right there. Just that little box. Oh, just because it's there. I think it's cool. Not the, Well, do you want to put that box in storage out of your collection? No, I think that's cool. Oh, uh, the mount?
2: Yeah. Uh, no, things like that I throw away. Okay. I don't, I just, but look, gear boxes, like I said, I started to say, I had to ship my my Moog back to the factory to have it fixed, and the guy asked me, he said, do you have the original box? And I said, yes, I do. He said, perfect. Because when you do stuff like that, they would rather get it back in their packaging but it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no benefit to you to do that. It had all the styrofoam pieces in it that you put the keyboard in, eh. and and the other cool thing about it was it actually had the serial number on the box to match. So, so that's what they asked me for. But it's on the device that they're fixing. I understand that. So
1: what is the box? Listen, 9? I match? It's a
2: it's it's a traditional thing that I've it's done a all my thing. life, <laughs> and it and the other thing is mm-hmm. when I sold stuff on uh, on Reverb.com. Yeah. <clears throat> Dudes, dudes! musicians are psyched when you send them the original
1: packaging. Oh, wow. We're recording in stereo. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. That's what this does. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to edit. I don't have to. I, I even to kept the box to this. I know. I gave it to you. I said, don't throw the box away. Just in go. case
2: something happens to it. Yeah.
1: Um, What's this one do? No. Come on, man. Well, we need to write down what they do. I know what they do. You do? Top left is laughter. But, but the one that you had your finger on is an applause. I don't know what that one does. Oh. That one's a rim shot. Yep. That one's crickets. We don't know it. what this is. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, never mind. I'm I'm but, good. But so i got to get this one happening.
1: I'm a very impulsive person and you're the exact opposite. And and I'm and I'm not saying like Mine's probably worse. I'm very impulsive. I'm impulsive when I buy things. Dude, I re- I bought a NUC hooked it up to my TV. I bought a NUC just so I could build it, built it, hooked it up know, to my TV, and brought it back today. Re- uh, installed Windows. Went, wow, a NUC, cool. Boxed it up and returned it today. Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> and bought some cool shit besides. So um,
2: that that camera's dope. Yeah,
1: and then like you 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 agonize over every decision. Well, the TV no. is a good example. So last night. Um, How many times? How many TVs did we go through before you settled on one? Two. Well, how many TVs did we talk about before you settled on one? Five. Because like you called me from the store originally at BJ's, I think it was, or Costco. A Costco. And you were like, "Dude, should I get this TV, dude? Look at this TV, dude." Well, you know. I ended up,
2: we talked about this on a podcast, didn't we? I t- I, I, I ended up with a $1,400 television, and I went in to buy a $799 television.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was a Sony Bravia, and you fucking hated it.
2: Oh, I fucking hated that TV. Dude, and, and you you got not, admit, You texted though.
1: me every 15 fucking you minutes. You got to
2: admit. And then when you came down and you tried to adjust that TV, you well, it was said it. Well, it was more true to life. Oh, true to life, this. That's what we need. We need a, a jerk-off button? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll record it live. Oh, God. Um, but no, I. So last night, uh-huh. um, I had my iPad
1: and I. I. Oh, is this the stands? No, no, no. Okay, because we're gonna get to no, because no. <laughs> you know that's coming next. I'm gonna drive this point home. Uh, I got. I got to tell you. No wait. The stand story. So, so
2: when I was at at NAM at the National Association of Musical Merchants, right? Well, when I was there, well, some people don't. We when I talked about it. I know, but there, we might have new listeners. I wasn't at no. Vietnam. I was at Nam. Hey! But anyway, uh, yes.
1: But I, <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Jay. We we did it. That's our first well-timed drop. Yeah, that was good. It? Yeah. All right, anyway, good. So
2: anyway, so um, I'm sitting there. Wow, <laughs> that's what I would have went with. You like the work on the board? That's gonna loop.
1: Thank you. So anyway. I'm sitting there with my iPad. And By the way, I, hold on. This is episode one with the roadcaster, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get, we'll get, it get worked more, out. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just having some fun with this thing. It's not going to be this annoying. And all we the time. we're we're going to be able to take callers too. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be fun. Yep, I want to do yeah, that. For me real. too. Anyway, continue. You're at Nam. So oh, we could have Zach call in. No thanks. <clears throat> Wow, because it'll devolve into Trump, and no, I don't want to do no, that. No, I'll t- I'll tell him ahead of time, and it'll just be me and Zach fucking yelling. Yeah, at Yeah,
2: I now. know, and I'll tell him ahead of time. I'll be like, dude, no politics, shut the fuck up.
1: What do you think of Pelosi ripping up the speech? No politics, shut what the fuck up. What do you think of about- just tell me? I'm i not, not even gonna respond. I just I, want what I, do you think of Pelosi ripping up the speech? On
2: on a, so on a on a professional level, uh-huh. um, I'm gonna say it was probably the most unprofessional thing I've ever seen any House Speaker do. <laughs> okay, that's what you think. That was just a cough. No, that's no, what that you was think. A genuine cough. I'm not kidding. Was... Um, but anyway, <laughs> getting back to what I did. So I have, so I got my iPad, and I I'm, I tried this thing out at at, at Nam, and Laura even said, "Remember goes, when
1: Trump mocked a retard in a rally?" <sighs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's gonna loop. Come on.
2: All right, I, we'll stop. So I tried this thing at um. At NAMM, and you build it. You put it together. You assemble it. And it's it's basically a little synthesizer, but it's more of an effects unit. Why are you talking about this? I forgot the context. <laughs> All right. Impulsive buying. All right, gotcha. So I just turned around and I said last night, I said, you know, I really want this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Fuck it. Did you buy it? I fucking bought it.
1: It'll be here Tuesday. But, but here's the thing. Okay, so here's... You are... you Yes, sometimes you have... Like, you'll see gear and... and I feel like you don't always buy it right away, but you definitely talk about it a lot. And well, like you'll ask me. I like me a to do my research times. on it. Yeah. Um, but man, sometimes you get hung up on things that are so benign. The stands, okay? So, Jay. They're not benign. I have two very heavy. Dude, you even admit picking that thing up was fucking. But that's not what it's I'm an talking 80 about. 80 pound fucking synthesizer. Right, so, Jay has very large synthesizers. And yeah, he had. <laughs> he had <laughs> Oh. oh, my God. Will you stop? <laughs> you're not working the boat. If if this continues. No, I was going
2: to very large synthesize. Hit, I hit the wrong thing.
1: If this continues. Oh, you're going to take it away from me? I'm going to take the toys away from you're you. You're going to move me somewhere We're else? i switch seats. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I will turn this car around. <laughs> so I right, got. Jay has very large synthesizers in a very space-limited studio. So he had two individual stands with two synthesizers on them and decided to put them all in a two-tiered stand. Good idea, Jay. It was. So we bring it in. You said it us- was a good idea. I'm up being sarcastic. <clears throat> so we bring it in. We set up the two-tier stand. You know, whatever. I say to you, don't even bother hooking these up, Jay, because you're buying a three-tier stand. I know you're going to fucking buy a three-tier stand. You might as well not even hook up these synths. Oh, but I'm not going to, though. Okay. That night... Literally for the next six hours, from 7 p.m. until, no joke, about 1.30 in the morning. You're sending me link after link after link. Yeah, but I sent you, dude, those stands from
2: Germany, they were like three, $400. Those were nice stands. So here's what you do, though. Those are gorgeous. You'll, you'll send
1: me the stand, right? You'll say, dude, look how nice this thing is. <laughs> and then, then you'll talk yourself out of it. You'll be like, dude, look how nice this is. But it's like $200. I can't buy it. Oh man, it's so nice in that German engineering. But it no, is. I can't fucking it's, buy it. They're gorgeous. And then the next day, you're like, I think I'm just gonna buy it, dude. I think I'm just gonna do it. I can't do it. I'm just gonna go. I'm and then you're like, the cheap
2: one. like, dude, how much is the how much is the the shipping on it? It's only thirty three dollars, which isn't bad coming from Germany. So that's pretty good. And it wasn't in, in it wasn't it wasn't in euros. It was actually in American currency.
1: <laughs> American currency, whatever that's called, dollars. Yeah, do- dollars. So I'm impulsive as fuck. Like I I Yeah, uh, you are I buy things and I, I, I I've tested everything at Microsoft. <laughs> I have had in this apartment one of everything. Like the guys at Micro didn't you get kicked out of uh no Best Buy or Oh almost. So Best Buy <clears> gave me a warning. Uh so basically uh, now in my defense Which I don't think they can do that, can they? Yes, they can. There's a company that a third party that monitors transaction it, they can. Of course they can. They can deny a return for whatever reason they want. They don't, they're not obligated legally to take your shit back. But I got into this loop. So when we opened my office, me and Anthony bought really nice laptops. Then we got sick of them. So we returned them and got other laptops. Then when the business closed down, Best Buy let us return them for store credit. So then I had like $2,000 in store credit. Right? Yeah. So I was just testing out laptop after laptop. I would just spend that money on something, bring it home, hate it, return it, buy something. I did this probably 15 times over the course of like three or four months. Because here's the thing. You can extend the return <laughs> policy forever if you just keep buying and returning things within that return policy, right? Because every time you buy something. Pretty much. So basically, it's an infinite gift card. Right. Um, sometime around like October, they gave me a warning. I printed out with the receipt and they're like, we're probably not, it's like, we're not going to take your next return. This is it. So I was stuck with the thing that I had. <laughs> Finally. What was it? It was a laptop. It was like a Surface. Where is it? I sold it. Oh. um. So that's another thing. How many, la- you've known me, we've, you've known me like intimately. <laughs> For, so, For yeah. For like probably four years now. How many laptops have I went through? Uh, Probably about six. Six? Or seven. How about like 15, 20? Oh, I don't 30? even, I, well, I probably lost count. It's, one point so i don't know like i I just i buy things they disappoint me i return them and you've had some fucking killer laptops dude yeah i don't know why the, and i always end up back the here. the razor one was sick this is my happy place well, i always I mean, end up here because this
2: if anybody knows what dean does dean also builds really really nice computers
1: and this is this computer is killer thank you i think this is the longest you've had a computer yeah this you know i I think it's because there's a couple of reasons why. So that screen, I programmed that. Which right? is dope. So it like, really is. If I sell it, I, I can't... Like, I'd have to reformat it, and then that screen won't work. And I'd have to, like, either take the screen out or explain to somebody how to go about it. So what he's talking about is there's a screen... A diagnostic screen. Inside the machine. It's literally an
2: LCD that he put inside the machine, and he programmed it to actually read the temperature of the uh, processor and the, um, the graphics card. Uh-huh. And uh, also it reads out um, how
1: much RAM he's using. Yeah, and it also is an equalizer and shows me what's playing on Spotify. Yeah. Why did it shut off? Because uh, the computer just take it back. Oh, okay. Um, um, but it also has
2: a really cool 80s theme on it, which is the moving grid with
1: the sunrise or sunset. Yeah, in it's the background. Tron, I guess. It's very Tron-esque, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. But like I haven't sold this because and then like there's the whole water cooling aspect of it. It's like to take this apart. Yeah, the liquid cooling's cool. Thanks. haha uh-huh. uh-huh. rim shot. Oh. Cool. Oh, I did it again. I said cool again. ha 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 ha. Anyway. So there's like limitations to this where like it's just the amount of hassle involved has made me keep this machine. So
2: I, I and you did, people would have to see it. I mean, and you posted pictures on yeah, uh, know, Instagram. I
1: changed my Instagram handle. and I love it. Do you see my new Instagram handle? No, I have it. It's excellent. See. What is Jay, it? I am so proud of this Instagram oh handle. I love it. Do you want me to tell you? Or you want to discover it on your own?
2: Um, I want to discover it right now on my own. Hold on. Man, hold on. Uh, let's see.
1: Uh, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs>
2: Jay, it loops. I know, I let Christ. it loop for a little bit because we, we had dead air. When there's dead air, I'm going to play with we the machine. You dead air with me. Oh, hey, how you doing?
1: All right, let's see. Uh... So search for my name. It should pop up.
2: What it was What was it before? It was, it was Dino um, Cool Guy. Dino Cool Guy, and now... Just search for me, okay, man. Okay, I'm going to do it now. Calm down. Why are you yelling? Yeah. You always yell at me, man. Yeah, Well, you're a pain in the ass. Top one. It's called
1: djp jpeg yeah djp.jpeg you know what a jpeg is right seriously you do you really think i'm that stupid no you just didn't react the way i thought you would i'm trying to figure out what it means it's just me as a picture because oh, Instagram. Oh, i get it now come on it's well, that's instagram good. That's thank good. you All i right. thought it was great yeah, i'm very cool. proud of it you should be i could have got dean.pdf but it didn't really make a whole lot of sense i really wanted know you're not jpeg a- you're not. A, I couldn't get it. You're not a PDF. I want the handle Dean. That's my goal, man. I want, because it. someone has it and they got it recently. And I wish I jumped on it. But I just want the handle How Dean. did they get it? It just became available and someone grabbed it. Just the name. The, just Dean. At Dean. So that, you could do at Dean official. No, I want at Dean. Or you know how good that is Dean. for marketing, man? I will blow up. Well, who is this fucking clown? Let me. find I, I messaged him and I said, "I want your name." Jesus, I did. I did. I messaged him, like, "I want your fucking handle, man." I don't tell oh, me right what there. it. Yeah, Dean Sabag. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, he doesn't even post. He has
2: five, six fucking posts. He's got three thousand seven hundred and thirty-seven. Yeah, because followers. it's at Dean.
1: He's a public figure. Yeah, because he it's he's easy it's to get verified trader,
2: when you're at Dean. Investor in bands, a uh, brands and life connoisseur.
1: Jay, listen. I, I'm very big on my personal brand. Been right? hustling since he was thirteen, yeah, bro. Me I've been hustling since I was eleven. Okay, I deserve that name. Yes, he's more attractive than I am. Not really. Yeah. No. He looks like Ryan Seacrest. Really? You think so? Listen, everybody, everybody listening to the show, I need you to do me a favor. Everybody should... please, please, please. Seriously. Go to at Dean on Instagram and harass this guy into giving me his username. Not, don't, don't be mean about it. No, say don't tell be a him dickhead. He should be nice. T- him harass him he- was a bad choice of words.
2: Tell him he Just, should he should change it to Dean Official.
1: Yeah, and tell him like I want to work things out with this guy because he does have three thousand followers. Because well, it's at Dean, dude. He lives in L.A. Okay, so guys, please go to at Dean on Instagram. And just see if you can work something out for me on my behalf. But
2: I'm trying to figure out like what this dude's bag is, man. I mean, a bag. <laughs> oh, get it. That was good. All right. <laughs> We're really, so, uh... <laughs> really getting our money's worth. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand what this guy does. But I anyway, mean... the point
1: is, I want at Dean really bad. Um,
2: he's the, kind of a fucking do, goofball. Do you know the
1: value of an Instagram name like that? It's huge. Like it is the number one thing you can do for like a brand is get like you have at echo craft. Yes. But like, even if you had something even shorter, like at EK, imagine that'd be life changing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole, the echo craft branding though is, is
2: that's special. I don't think people would get EK cause that, isn't that EK is a fucking
1: water clothing. No, that's Etnie's. EK is the water box in this machine. Oh,
2: it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I just, I, I like echo craft. Yeah. I was actually shocked that I got that.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of Echo Crafts out there. No, there isn't.
2: Okay. But anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, so I bought I bought the thing. I bought it. I bought the little synth thing, and it's coming Tuesday. I'm very
1: excited. Nice. I'm, I'm happy for you, buddy. I just, you know what? I said, fuck it. It's $100. You $100? said, fuck it? Yeah. I said, listen, Jay, you deserve you know, this.
2: I've been having a lot of physical issues, and I'm getting older, and I just don't. I, I'm at the point now where I just don't fucking care because I can't take any of this shit with me. You care. No, I, I, I don't care about not. I'm I'm tired of going, should I buy it? Should
1: I? Mm-hmm. Should I I'll wait. I'll wait later. Honey, honey, honey. Oh, I'm not
2: even asking her Honey,
1: shit. should I buy it? And what happened you with the airplane tickets? tickets? <laughs> 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 fucking A, man. Don't ask her anymore. No, man. I'm not. Um, Speaking of honeys, Valentine's Day is Friday. Oh, God. Um never celebrated. And I, and I we I was on the fence about whether or not we wanted to like theme the show after Valentine's Day. Um there's a big part of me that thinks that if like like it's okay to celebrate Valentine's Day. Is like, it? Yeah, of course it is. It's fine. But if like you use Valentine's Day as like an excuse to like once a year like do something special, I don't yeah. know, man. It seems a little pathetic to it's me. Pa- it is pathetic. Like, you know, I don't I don't really buy Gina flowers. I don't think I ever have. No. Because like, not for any like I buy a lot of uh, like practical things, but like we're just I'm not a fl- she's we're not flower people. So when I was dating my wife, yeah, I bought Laura
2: flowers every week, yeah, but they but were, they were like interesting too
1: hard. They were interesting, and plus they're not cheap. They were blue roses every week. Every week. Why not mix them up? I was I thought you'd say black roses. I was I,
2: I got those once. Yeah. Very difficult. They're from Africa. Wait, they don't paint them black. Not these. You can grow black roses. These are black roses grown in Africa. Wow. Um, and they were very expensive. I'll bet. I paid a hundred and forty something dollars for a half dozen. Dude, that's like Zimbabwe's economy for a year. It, it was crazy. Like when I saw them, I went ooh. And they actually, the interesting thing about them, they. This is this this is classic Jay. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing about them is that the very tips of the petals, yeah, they were red. Oh, that's cool, man. So they were black, and then they were red at the tip. Laura loved them. She oh, dried man. them, hung them out, and dried them. Um, but I could never find them again because they closed. What was it what was the place that they used to sell the flowers? Um,
1: Kabloom. Oh yeah, I remember Kabloom. I got them on their website. Oh, I have a funny story about flower websites. So I used to work for a company. Um, We were like an agency and we did, we ingested data like from all sources on the web and, and otherwise. And um, one of our clients, I don't remember if it was pro flowers or 1-800 flowers. It was one of those like similar to Kabloom. Yeah. And 1-800 flowers is still around, isn't it? Yeah, they're still around. Um, I just don't work at the company anymore. Um, one of my fa- our favorite things to do in that office was in the database, they would store the message that people wrote. No way. So you could query a table and pull out, you could search for keywords. Yeah. So you can imagine what we'd search for. Dick, oh my cock, tits, tit,
2: sex. People actually would write you stuff like that? You have
1: the raunchy thing. Dick, I wish I had these in front of me. Like, literally, we'd, we'd find things so that were like... So they would send flowers with the be like, card thank, that would say... Literally, like, no joke, Jay. It would say stuff like, Thank you. I had so much fun fucking you in the ass last night. Come on, or dude. Like, or like, these flowers are few. I hope that pussy feels better. I'm not even kidding. I'm so dead serious.
2: All right, so wait. So wait, 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 wait. So now when I ordered flowers and they would ask me, what would you like to say like, on the card? someone has to type this up. Yes, they so ask you. Hearing,
1: well, um, this was these were ordered online. But still, there's a person that somewhere has, yeah. that's going to see that note, which, like, whatever. Like, you're, they're anonymous. They but must I'm just a, surprised. They that, must have cried laughing. I'm just surprised all. that, like, there wasn't any, like, censorship in place. Right. That they would just allow this stuff. Because, Jay, it got bad. Raunchy, raunchy shit. Like, there was, like, like literally women who would send notes that said, like, I love you. I can't wait to fucking have your big fat cock inside me again. Come on. Like, would, Jay, these were nasty, <laughs> nasty notes. <laughs> and it was my favorite part of that job was querying just that yeah just looking at that we shit we would just comb through them and they almost must have been crying though dude we we would like search for like crazy things that we thought would never pop up like fucking like nibble clamps and like there'd be results really like every time we would like fu- like think of something insane
0: oh my there'd God, be at least dude. one
1: or two of these things where someone said it and i like, i wonder if people are just fucking with the system sometimes maybe but like some of them like were long Yeah, but think about it. Like, seemed legit. If they were sending that stuff with flowers, right? Yeah, like some of them were like so elaborate. Like, oh, you know, I loved going to dinner with you last night, and it was so great to hook up. But honestly, my favorite part was you sucking on my tits. Like, uh, like, (laughs) just seriously, like the most over the top sexual messages. I wish you
2: like kept the database. That would have been hilarious to do a show just on that point.
1: And I, you know, I shouldn't have done this. I definitely had an extract of that table
2: at really? some point in my
1: life. It's gone. I, I don't know where the fuck that would even be now. That would be fucking great. But we loved this thing so much that we we would like me and the other people I worked with like it, not all of them like some of the women in the office were like you guys are disgusting. We're like yeah you're right we are. <laughs> boys will be boys. Well, um, I mean, didn't they find it interesting? I mean, you give us access to this fucking treasure trove. I right? mean, what the fuck. Um, and then I went back. Women to, kill me with that shit.
2: You know. You know. It's funny about that. If they're all alone, yeah. Women in a room, are
1: just as raunchy as dudes are. Just as, or, or maybe more raunchy. Not all women, though. That's not. not I'm not saying all women, but for, I think there are more disgusting men who would do that than women. Women are interesting. Um, so
2: I was dating this girl one time, and and she was like, "Have you ever seen like the, segue a lot. the shit that was." written in women's bathrooms and i'm like what are you talking about because you you know you'd go in and, and you'd be taking a piss and above the urinal be like hey call wendy she'll suck your cock all night you know what i mean and mm-hmm. there'd be a phone number nobody ever called the numbers you well, know what why I mean? would that be in a women's room no this was in the men's room oh, okay so i was like well i know men you know have raunchy shit written on the walls so we go in we're at we're at the rat skeller oh my god the
1: rat skeller. Yeah.
2: shit so we go into the the women's room at the rat and I know guys had gone in there to like pee and stuff if the line was too long. You know what I mean? you did that in any club, you know what I'm saying? But like, dude, some of the shit that was written on the walls by women was probably the most disgusting shit I had ever seen. And, and she would say, I go, so women really talk like this. And I was young. I was probably around what, 17, 18 years old. And She goes, you wouldn't believe what girls talk about when they have, like, their little
1: sleepovers and shit like that. Oh, yeah, of course. She goes, women probably talk about sex amongst themselves a lot more than men do. I think so. Like, Men don't really go into details about no, their men, sex life. You know,
2: certain men do. Certain like, men do. But like
1: friends don't. Like, you and I never really would. No,
2: but there are certain men, like, you know, then there's guys that, like, talk about how big their dicks are and how they fucking made this girl cry and all that. I just look at them and go, yeah, you probably couldn't get it up that night. So hey. let's go talk to her about it, because you probably had a fucking incapito. Uh, in, Was that how you say it? In, in, inca- <laughs> I can't even I don't say know what it because I'm fucking for, dying. Man. Small dick in, in Spanish. Um, Pe- pequeño. Yeah, fucking impequito. Oh, pequeño. Pequito. No, pequeño. Pequito. Pe- pequeño <laughs> means small. I thought impequito meant. small. I think you're just making up a word. No, it's man. not a word. It's really, it's the, it's a it's a slang. It's impequito. I don't think it is. <laughs> oh, fuck dude. you. So I hope people come in and and call in for next time, and we'll we'll do calls about that one. But oh. anyway, every time something like that would happen, it was always guys bragging about everything that they did girls don't talk like that you know what i mean and there's always these guys that are like i remember this one guy is like oh dude this fuck my dick is so big it hurt this fucking girl man she i couldn't get the whole thing in and we all just looked at him like yeah okay Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then we saw the girl later on and we asked her yeah she said no he had whiskey dick all night and I was just like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, so I, guys should just shut the fuck up about that stuff. That's um, all I'm saying.
1: I don't even remember what kicked this off.
2: Uh, it was Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, Someone thought we had a mini con- MIDI controller <clears throat> on the desk. They thought that was a MIDI controller. No. Why? Um, I don't know. So looks like a mixing board to me. Well, Valentine's Day. So so Oh, you, you know why? Because of the pads. Yeah, maybe. Do you guys celebrate though? Like do you and Laura no. do anything? Nothing? So
2: the last time I celebrated Valentine's Day mm-hmm. um was the same day I got divorced.
1: Oh yeah. I we talked about you I told you I wanted you to tell this story. All right. So this is the origin story of you and your wife, correct? Yeah. So well back up a little bit. Like, One. I mean, like, like talk about like when you met Lara, is that, is that the same no. story? Okay. No, no. So when I met Lara,
2: um, I was really sick. Uh, and I hadn't met her yet. I, I remember I had the flu. So when you met Laura, you hadn't met her yet? No, I hadn't met Laurie at this point. This is how I got to know Laura. Okay. So I had the flu. I think I had talked about this before. Laura had been working. Laura worked at, at Filene's uh, for years.
1: Filene's man. You're really dating yourself.
2: It's true though. And, and I worked at Filene's in the warehouse you Did and I didn't even know she worked there.
1: Wow. Um,
2: uh, because warehouse guys never went out to the floor. You know what I mean? No. Um, so just go smoke weed behind some of the fucking pallets. Yeah. I smoked a lot of weed when I was there, but, um, anyway, so, uh, I ended up, I, I was really sick with the flu. This is years later. I'd, I would I gotten separated. I was living at home. Um, I went back to mom's house and, uh, you know, I went in and my friend Dave had, I couldn't drive cause I was that sick. So my buddy Dave picked me up and took me to Walgreens and to pick up some medication and shit like that. And so my next door neighbor who I grew up with, uh, Lisa, she lived behind me and still does lived behind my mom's house and still does. Um, and I, I, you know, she said, "Hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in so long." Blah blah blah. I heard you. I heard you got you getting divorced. I said, "Yeah, yeah." And, you know, small town, right? Small village. People hear things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so she said, "Well, listen, my friend Laura. You know, is, you know, she's really pretty. I think you know who Laura is." And I said, "I, I couldn't really place it, but I think I like kind of knew who she was." So she, I said, "Well, listen, Lisa, I'm really sick." I said, "You know what? You got my phone number. Give give her my phone number when when you know." Later on, and maybe a week later or so, when I'm feeling better, well, you know, maybe I'll call her or whatever, right? Or she she can call me or whatever. So she's like, okay, cool.
1: And I left it's and I went a home. Enthusiastic about
2: well, cause it because I was sick. I was just like, fuck, you know what I mean? So she said, "Are you ready to date yet?" or something like that. I was like, yeah, I've been kind of hanging out with a couple of
1: girls. And how soon after the divorce was or the separation was this? Uh, probably. About a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So significant amount of time.
2: Yeah. So, so you know, so anyway, so uh, I had, i on my way to practice and I stopped by to Walgreens to pick up some, some drinks and stuff, like some water and stuff. And I was going to band practice and, you know, Lisa saw me again. She said, Oh, Hey, she said, Hey, I'm going to have Laura call you. You feeling better? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I'm going to band practice and stuff. So she goes, okay, cool. So, uh. So I said, "Well, give me your number." So she gives me a number, and and you know I go to band practice, and I'm not thinking anything of it. So the next night I called her up,
1: and what simpler times? Yeah, it was cool, right? right. Like take well, a phone number and call it. Well, we're old school too. So. No, I, I'm not. I'm not knocking you. I, I envy it. Like, and I'm lucky enough that like Gina and I met organic. We'll get. I'll tell you my story. After. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, nowadays, and not that there's anything necessarily wrong with this, but like, it's it's like a it's like a dating buffet. Oh, there's it's, it's not like, it's not like, oh, you know, I have a friend and like, I think you guys would be really good together. And here's a phone number. You guys should talk well, shit, on the phone.
2: The, the shit that, that Gina tells me about my, my niece about it's just, it's just a fucking swinging meat fest. Like she yeah, walks into a club and these guys are like, man, it's the like, dicks are hanging yeah, out. And it's like, it's like a butcher shop. It's, you know? yeah, it's <laughs> just fucking dodging nuts. fucking meat. Hooks. Yeah. And that's what she's like. She's like, get the fuck away from <laughs> yeah. me. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, so. I, I call her up, and, and uh, she's like, oh, hey, could give two fucks, bro, right? like Well, was that her playing coy? No. She had just had uh, surgery on her mouth. Oh, jeez. Okay. So I said, well, do you want to go grab something to eat tonight? And she's like, no. <laughs> this is how she's talking to me and that's, i'm like you oh, know get the f- and this is a this is by the way this isn't even a fucking cell phone this is a fucking landline Landline. a rotary phone <laughs> no no it's a landline <laughs> so so she goes she goes okay i go well you know do you want to go to the movie she goes well that's stupid she goes we won't be able to talk to one another we're going to be in a movie theater and i'm yeah, like that is stupid well, it's, it's not fucking, a fucking first date you go to a fucking movie I theater i hadn't been on a date
1: but common in sense 18 you years. go to a place you can't talk the
2: girls that i was hanging out with were girls that i knew so we would go out for coffee and things like that. I this was a real deal date, okay? Kind of blind date actually, because I forgot what this broad looked like, right? A fucking movie theater. Well, so so then I'm, I go, you know, you want to go
1: sit in the dock and not talk to so each wait, other for so, three
2: hours? So wait, so well, you know, people used to go out and go to the
1: movies. <laughs> I'll bring together. I'll bring a blanket. You can give me a hand job under it. Oh my god, Sit in the
2: back row. So see how you turn things around, bro? Oh, touch my wiener. So anyway, I please. I I said let me call you right back. And so I call I call up my buddy, Keith, and I'm like, Keith, I don't know what the fuck to say to this girl, dude. He goes, take it a hell night. I go, what? Hell night? He goes, yeah. He goes, it's two nights. It's two nights. And, and wait, this is this gets even better. The night I'm taking her out on is October 27th. Okay. Which is the anniversary of my first wife and I. That's weird. This is fucked that up. That
1: was the anniversary of my fiance. And oh, her, really? Ex-fiance. Weird. So,
2: So this is fucked up. So I'm not realizing that. So I go, Keith, I go, I don't want to teach you a nice girl. I go. What is hell night? So hell night used to be a thing. I don't know if they do it anymore, but, um, it was a couple of nights before, um, Halloween in Uh Salem. And it was like, they'd have the big parade, um, and all the locals, it was really for the locals and not really for like the tourists. Kind of like a fisherman's feast, but with degenerates. No. So anyway, um. So, I go. Keith, she's a nice girl. He goes. Trust me, you'll have a good time. This band's playing. There's lots of things going on. So, let me on. ask
1: you a question. Sorry, did you know at this time? Because like, Laura is seemingly into that kind of stuff. She has the same taste and yeah. macabre that that you do. sort of
2: kind of. Because I mean, did you she, know that then? No, she was okay. she was also um, you know raised uh, by a funeral director, and Laura also had done uh wait a minute laura used to put makeup on dead people for her, her grandfather a her grandfather
1: no way really yeah. yeah wow yeah they own two funeral that's homes that's fucking fascinating <laughs> i was reading about all the stages I could of tell death you, i can tell you some day. interesting things i was reading about like putrefaction yeah and then like when like the skin starts falling it's off it's interesting and, and like it, it really it really makes you remember that you're just a well that's why organic I'm That's material. why I'm getting toasted. I'm not going to You're just a bunch of I'm fucking rot and rot atoms. under the ground. You're just you're the same shit that like the earth is uh, made of. the fucking trees outside yeah. are made out of. What and is you're shit. gonna just return to it. Yeah. It's wild. Well anyway, I don't know if I could put makeup on dead bodies.
2: Well, that's what I said. I go, how fucked up is that? And you know what she said to me? Because she used to do it in Filene. She used to do makeup. She used to put makeup on dead bodies no, in Filene? But she said to me, she goes, <laughs> can you dress up my grandma? <laughs> she goes, she goes. you know what's great about it? She, she goes, has her big day tomorrow. She goes, you know what's great about
1: it? They don't move. Ma'am, this woman's dead.
2: Because like fucking, you know, like the people, that she'd be like, could you please stand still or sit still, please? Because she'd be doing makeup on them. So I was just like, well, Laura, that's weird." She goes, "Jay, I grew up around it. It didn't bother me." I mean, me. it's a
1: good place to practice. It's like a pallet. I guess. It, it's it's, it's like fucking weird. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway, we go to Hell Night. We walk around. We're talking. Um, we're and we're, you know, I'm we, um, we're going. We went to like the witch's castle and all. It was fun. We had fun. And so I said, "Listen," I said, "Um, she got a blowy." <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I'll, I'll give you that one. So anyway, actually I, we didn't do anything. I didn't even kiss her goodnight.
1: Oh, it's so real. Well, so wait, so, so at we this s- point you've suggested a movie theater as a first date. So we didn't so not kiss her goodnight. Wait, no, we wait. So we come
2: back and I said, "Listen, I said, you know, she said I she said, "Well, you know, the night's still kind of young. What do you want to do?" So I said, "Well, hey, let's, you know, let's go to Cafe Victoria's in the not then." Now, I didn't know at that time that her grandfather also owned a funeral home in the North End. So she grew up in the North End, basically. So I, she's like, oh, I love that place. Yeah, let's go. So I was like, cool. So we went there and we hung out. We had, um, now, this is right after 9 11. So it was really fucking weird because Cafe Victoria usually is open till 2 in the morning. Um, they closed at like 12 o'clock, dude, because of. There's no fly zone, and people were really fucking weirded out. Yeah, I get it. Um, it's not funny, bro. <laughs> fucking A. Um, he's playing with a cord, dangling it from his balls right now. It's, it's, you know, this is this shit. Because it looks no, you know, like- it kills me. I never get to tell a fucking it story looks- <laughs> without like, him fucking you. with me. I'm not interrupting no. you. Oh, that's not interrupting me. Uh, not verbally. He's sitting there twirling this fucking cable like it's his dick. <laughs>
1: Thank you. So the, the crowd loves it.
2: No, it sucked. But anyway, so you wanted
1: me to tell the story. I do, I still want you to tell the story. So, so there's
2: no flies on so and it sucked. It was it
1: was creepy basically because every Yeah, I remember those days after 9-11. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was like like no planes in the sky. It was fucking weird. It was weird. very quiet. Yeah. Like the streets were kind of like people barren. were packing up
2: early. Like so the woman came over to us and she said, I hate to, you know, tell you guys, but we're closing. And I'm like, it's like eleven thirty. And she's like, I know we usually yeah, stay up late. She goes, but I guess. we're kind of closing because of what happened and stuff. And we're like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know what I mean? So we—that doesn't
1: even make any sense. It,
2: but that's where people's mindsets were, dude. It was weird. Just didn't want to. So you know, I I knew of a Dunkin' Donuts that was open all night. They didn't close, of course. Um, so we went there and we finished our conversation and we had another coffee. And and I said, well, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off because I gotta be up early to go to work and blah blah blah. So I freaking take her home and i just figured hey you know what i had a really nice night with a really nice girl and i didn't i didn't kiss her good night or anything i didn't shake her i shook her hand and she looked at me and smiled and she was just like wow like nobody's ever done this with me before
1: like did she mean it like nobody's ever done this
2: no she meant it like you know like you're a nice guy like nobody you know and i just said to her i said well that's cool i said i had a nice time laura you know and so i said if you want to go out sometime ready you can call me. Oh, snap. And she looked at me and she goes, okay. And I said, yeah, I said, you know, and because I was looking at it like this, man. I, I was like, you know what? It's my first real technical date. Like if she didn't care about me anymore, I can handle rejection at this point because I'm not really looking to get into a relationship with anybody or mm-hmm. anything. And so that was it. So fast forward to Valentine's Day. So, well, one more thing. Okay. So the second date, um, I walk into Walgreens, and there's Lisa going, oh, my God, I heard all about your date. And she said she had such a nice time, and she thinks you're a really nice guy. And I'm like, okay. She goes, well, she wants you to call her again. Now, meanwhile, she wore this perfume called Angel uh, by Terry Mugler,
1: right? Is that the guy that does the uh, black people movies? No. Well, that's what? Tyler Perry. It's Tyler Perry, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry.
2: So, my so my car for three days smelled like Laura. And so I, you know, Keith got in my car to go, went to practice. I picked him up and he goes, dude, your car smells awesome. What air freshener is that? (laughs) I said, that was a chick I dated the other night, man. And he was like, dude, he goes, this perfume's amazing. I go, I know I can't get it out of my car, right? And it does, it smelled awesome, right? So I see Lisa again. Lisa's like, yeah, you should, you should,
1: you know, was she that dismissive about it? Yeah, go. no. She said
2: you should call her up. You know, she's she's probably waiting for you to call her. So I said, well, anyway. So I call her up when I get back in the car to go to practice, and she said, hey, I thought I was supposed to call you. Didn't say hello or nothing because she had caller ID. And I said, hey, I said you want to go out again? I said my friend Gary Sharon's band's playing down at uh, a hard Rock Cafe. My friend Gary
1: Sharon. Um, what bands Gary Sharon in? He was an extreme. Yeah, I grew up with those guys. No, was badass. Yeah. Well, he's a friend of mine. Okay, it's cool. I'm <laughs> fucking saying it's cool. What's your problem?
2: Because the way you said my friend
1: Gary Sharone i all like, well, oh, okay, because dude. I meant it. No, that's not how I meant it. I meant <coughs> it like you were just gonna like brush over that.
2: No. So she looks at she's like on the phone and she goes, "You know Gary Sharone? I go, "Yeah, uh-huh. I grew up with these guys." And she's like, "Yeah, I'll go." Yeah, and course. I went, "Well, wait." I go, "So do you want to?" Go out with me that night, or are you just going out with me because I know Gary.
1: Please tell me," she said. "She's only going, and with she's me like, you know, Gary. No, she goes,
2: kind of both. <laughs> that's such I get, That's such a Laura yeah, answer. Totally. Even now. So I was like, okay, cool. So you know, we went out and we saw Gary's band, um, Tribe of Judah, play. When they were pretty good, and so it was cool. And we met him afterwards and talked to him and stuff. And then we left. And then she turned around and gave me the first kiss. While well, we're on the highway, and oh, oh, good timing! I, oh yeah, and I almost crashed into the godrail. Um, that was awesome. Wait, on the
1: lips? Yeah, on the highway. Yeah, I was driving and she good. just turned my my face and just kissed me. And hey, I mean, like I, I like the flair for the dramatic, but like, yeah, I flipping almost your car
2: on the highway. Yeah, is probably not a good way. To it was a brand new car. I, I bought a brand new car, and I was just like, so anyway, you know, it was not like that fifty year old kind of fuck. Even though I was in my th- late thirties. But, uh, you know, I bought a sports car and shit. And midlife crisis. Yeah, that's what it was kind of like, but... I
1: get it. You I had divorced, midlife crisis. Mean, I had
2: the right to do that, so... I basically
1: got divorced and went
2: through a midlife crisis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. You're kind you know of I mean? looking at the tail end of it.
2: Yeah, you're just kind of like, fuck it, you know, I might as well take care of myself, yeah. you know. Well, anyway, fast forward, Laura and I are dating for a long time, and uh, Valentine's Day comes up and it was the court date of uh, my divorce. Mm. Um,
1: So I was like, okay, we went in this courtroom and it was a public courtroom. So sorry. Didn't you tell me that Laura wouldn't make it like quote unquote official with you until you were divorced? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that just ruined the ending.
2: No. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we, I called her up. I walked out of divorce court with my ex-wife and I said, bye to her. And she said, bye. And, I, call, you I called up Laura as I was going into the parking lot <laughs> to get my car and, and, uh, in Cambridge. And I go, Hey, I go, you know, it's Valentine's day. And I said, you know, do you want to go out to dinner? And, and I said, An in celebration of my divorce as well. And my new relationship with you. And she, she's kind of like on, well, yeah, I guess so. And I'm like, what's the matter? And she was just like, well, it's just kind of weird, don't you think? And I, I go, think it's awesome. I go, come on, this is fucking this is
1: legit. It's like the universe kind of aligns in hilarious ways sometimes. Right? And that's like one of those I go, moments. I get
2: divorced on Valentine's Day. How fucked up is that? Yeah, right. It's funny. So we went out to this really nice restaurant that was in Woburn, and everything was a la carte, and they had rose petals on the floor.
1: You would think that they would like hold divorce court, like not close on Valentine's it Day. It on Valentine's yeah. Day. That's kind of you know what I'm saying. It was saying? fucking weird, dude, because there was about
2: 50 other people getting divorced. I wonder there. if
1: people do it for the symbolism, just because like I I
2: I thought it was awesome. That's funny. I thought it was hilarious, actually. Cause and the 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 judge, this woman judge, was she was dope. She was just kind of like she's kind of like, yep, here we are. That's hmm. how she started the whole thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, so you know, and I walk in and they're playing Dean Martin, uh on the on the 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 stereo system in the restaurant was this his, was it his hit song?
1: Uh, I don't I know. Smell like creamy milk. Hey, no. baby, baby, let me.
2: I just muted you.
1: So anyway, let me slurp <laughs> down on your creamy. All milk. right, I'm,
2: I just muted you again.
1: Baby, baby.
2: All right, so what Anyway, um Delicious oh, fucking hey Dean Martin. I don't know why he got blacker as that went
0: on. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh no so anyway, yeah, what the fuck, dude? Dean Martin wasn't black. I he was a kick out of you. Uh, he was Italian. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was the deal with me and Laura. And then um Is that a Dean Martin song? No, that's uh Is that Frank's get a kick out of champagne. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Frank. Yeah. It's yeah. a good song. Oh, no, um, Dean sang... Um Ready? Touch my loins with the your moon mouth. Moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. pie that's some more. Yeah. There you that's go. the only line I know. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that was that was the thing. And then I we when I proposed to Laura, um, I proposed to her. Uh, up in um,
1: Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, when my balls hit your eyes, it's a Christmas surprise. That's at T-back. Isn't it? Isn't it, when,
2: isn't it when, the, when my balls hit the floor like a B-54, that's a Morde or something like that. And I was, we used to sing when I was
1: in school when I was a kid. When my dick hits your nose and my balls hit your eyes, that's a gonzo. Oh.
2: Um <laughs> So anyway, that that was so uh, that was the whole deal with me and Laura, and, and it's just kind of ironic that I I my first date with her was on the day that I of my first wife and I's anniversary, and then my divorce to my first wife was on Valentine's Day. It's
1: kind of weirdly romantic, though. It, well,
2: it's typi- it's almost like
1: a redemption story. It is. It's typical for two people like Laura and I who yeah, you it's know. a good, it it fits you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, do you want to know how me and Gina met? I do. Do you know the story already? No. All right. So I was really poor ten years ago. I was a college student. Uh, I was driving limos and getting real, real fat. And I decided I needed driving to, limos and getting laid. No, no <laughs> way. I smelled like bacon all day. All oh. right. Well, let me let me tell you a quick story about driving limos. So, do you remember those? Do you like looking back, man? I can't even believe this. Before food trucks were a thing, they used to. Food trucks used to just be dudes with that metal trailer. It was just the metal, like they used to sell. Yeah, them. it was a quilted metal look. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. they would like have a, they'd have like a hot top. Yeah, we used to call them honey wagons. And they would have like pre wrapped maggot wagon. That, yes, yeah, exactly. They would have like pre wrapped burgers. Yeah, and like like sandwiches. Like you know when you buy like, have you ever had like a muffin from a gas station? Yeah, they're horrible. It's weird because the the consistency of them. I will tell you though, the guy that used to show up at Guitar Center. Oh, I remember that guy. That wow, guy had shit.
2: awesome food on yeah, his truck. That's right. He used to go and get fresh pizza and stuff. That's right, and that yeah, pizza was awesome. Yeah, he was so, awesome. So, like, there
1: was some good ones. Okay, but but what I used to eat almost every single day as a limo driver was the food from a food truck like that at the fucking limo pool at Logan oh, Jesus Airport. Christ. And let me tell you something about the limo pool. All right. It's so it these is, guys, like, literally, literally like degenerates. Dude, it's or a they- fucking dystopian society. At the limo pool, it's a bunch of angry, smelly, greasy, fat dudes. Really, with their shirts half untucked, smoking cigarettes, just waiting for planes to land. Everyone's fucking aggravated. Everyone's comp- competing for the same business. So Wow! It's like, like every company, it's like factions of like companies that fucking hate each other, and like it's just angry, sweaty. Fat. Okay. And like what this guy used to sell at this (laughs) food truck, Jay, like I, it had to have taken years off my life eating this shit. Like I would get like sausage biscuit sandwiches that were in plastic and I'd eat like three of them. And then I'd get like, like cheese filled hot dogs that were like pre-packaged. Like I can only imagine how many trans fats I ate. Is Gino laughing at this story? Yes. Okay. Um. Oh my God. A- anyway,
2: so that's what so, my life was. So that that like you don't know what lived on those trucks sometimes too. Like, like I said, the guy the guy at Guitar Center, his truck was awesome. But
1: that's different. Yeah. I feel like if you're serving retail and it's like a like that's like a not upscale, but it's like the clientele. It was a canteen truck. Yeah, but but I'm saying like you're going to Guitar Center. And you're feeding the people who work
2: there. He, oh, do you I remember, think there's an expectation? Do you remember when he had he had the sausages and peppers? By the way,
1: Jay and I worked at Guitar Center yeah. at the same time, but we didn't know each other then. <sighs> well I think we missed each other by a couple of months. Was actually. it a couple of months or yeah. like a year? Yeah. But we both worked there yeah. during the same like Guitar Center had like an era. And we worked there during the same. Of all the cool era. people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was fun. But anyway, yeah, I do remember that food truck. And I remember the food being really good. It was. He had and one
2: time he had uh, sausages and peppers and onions, mm. just like they were in the not then. I'm like, what the fuck is this
1: guy getting this food? Yeah. Yeah. So this was not the guy at the airport.
2: No. Absolutely. The guy at the airport
1: <laughs> was a, uh, a mustachioed man who used to wear a button up shirt that was covered in grease all the time. And he'd have like three buttons undone. He'd have hair off his chest. He never wore gloves. He would literally like flip things off the grill with his hands. Oh, like it, it was. As, but you didn't care. No, I didn't give a fuck. I would eat it like it was anything else. And I was four hundred pounds, no joke. And you guys would all go up to go, "Hey, how's yeah. it going?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, "Hey," I, it was like the highlight of my fucking day. And I was no joke, 400 pounds.
2: When they pull in too, the canteen trucks used to pull in. They'd be like, peeping beep, 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 yeah. their horns and, everyone and shit. Would yeah, fucking,
1: all the fucking the fat sheep would just flock over <laughs> to this fucking truck. It was feeding <laughs> hour at the limo pool, and all the fuck. It was like a horde. Just yes, the food trucks I'm fucking <laughs> fucking limo zombies. Literally. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I I say that because that was what my life was like. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have to enroll in college. So my first job after I quit driving limos was at this very obscure call center called Exit 41. And what Exit 41 did, and in, in, it's gonna blow your mind that this this great business model failed. What they did is, you know, when you like, you know, when you call, or even go to a drive-through for like a next tier up restaurant, like a Panera. Yeah. So like not like a fast food chain, but like a Panera. Yeah. So Exit 41 would intercept either the call or the intercom, and they would take the order and then send it to the restaurant. Oh, my God. That's so fucking stupid. So basically, like, if you called Panera. So the, the client client, the restaurant that I took calls for was called La Madeleine.
2: Actually, there's... Go ahead. There's actually... A, uh, there's a situation like that right now with... DeliWorks, when you call, you're not calling Works. Deli- well, you, no, before, you, you are now. They stopped it. But there was a thing that you would actually order through another company, and then the order yeah. would be sent to so DeliWorks. It's like really companies stupid. Companies have
1: attempted this. And I think the theory is like you're you're paying a call center fractions of a dollar to add your phone calls to their queue as opposed to hiring a person to answer the phone. It's following. stupid. Yeah. So, oh, anyway... The co- the company that I took calls for is called La Madeline. And they're they're like a southern version of Panera. Okay. It was so fucking stupid. They customers would call, I'd intercept the call, I'd take the order, and I'd send it to Did the you astronaut. like say hi, this is La Madeline yep. we, or they they couldn't be aware it was a call center. No shit. Yeah. So we would do this like three hundred times a day. Oh my like god. like a six hour shift we'd do like three hundred calls. Did you have a fuck up any orders? Oh yeah. Of course I did. I mean, like, half the fucking things were in French. It was like, La croque (laughs) Monsieur. It's like fucking. (laughs) And plus, like, how much would you care about that job? I wouldn't give a fuck. I just used to, like, challenge myself. Especially if somebody was being a dick. I used to, like, be like, I wonder if I can take 500 calls in six hours. So I would just blow through them. Like, how the matter? How can I help help you? Okay, bye. Bye. Like, I wouldn't even, like, be polite at all. I would just be like, let's get this order in as fast as possible. Really? I worked there for six months, and it was the most obscure job I've ever had. And looking back, like, it was so weird, man. It was in this really nice mill building that was, like, made (coughs) over. And, like, the call center was beautiful, but it was empty. There was, like, eight people that worked there. Gina was one of them. Oh, no shit. So this was 2010. um, And we had a kind of an inside joke when we worked there where I would slip the words poop crepe into the order. Oh, my God. So I'd be like, hi, yeah. Hi, hi. thank you for calling Madeline. This is Dean. Oh, you want Crook Montyre? And then like uh, and, uh, and a and diet coke? Okay, let me read that back to you. Uh so crook on your uh diet coke, poop crepe. Anything else? And like they wouldn't Isn't isn't that like what was what was it? Troopers? Yeah, exactly. Meow Meow. Do I do I look like a cat too? Right. Do I drink milk <laughs> from a saucer? But no, that's what it was. And like I would like be like, hi, thanks for calling the Madeline home of the poop grape, this is Dean, can I to help you. Like I would literally say shit like that. And she thought it was hilarious. And that was did like, did anybody our thing. catch on? Every once in a while, people would be like, "What?" I'd be like, "What?" and I would just say it back to them. I like, get, yep, "What?" Just, it's just man. It, yeah, I mean, you had to entertain yourself, man. This oh job was awful. God, that's fucking awesome. Um, so Gina, I thought that was funny. She, she's very simple. It, poop jokes. I it, think it's it really, hilarious. Really, if you if you want, the road to Gina's heart goes through the anus. Oh and my god! And I don't god. mean physically. I mean, comedically. Well,
2: actually. <laughs> Every time I mentioned that could be
1: misinterpreted
2: when we were going over the different sound effects last night, we were in farts. She kept fucking cracking it, yeah, up. Yeah, we're dude. talking it's about like... what sound
1: effects are on the board. And every time I played a farts on, I hear Gina, the other go, <laughs> <laughs> but that's perfect. You guys are perfect for one another. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> funny story. So we kind of like, I, I left the, I left that company within six months, obviously. Uh, and ironically enough, I went back to driving limos for a while. Really? But I was in college and it was different. Um, we kind of stayed in touch via social media a little bit. We commented like I, I still see memories pop up where like Gina commented on something and like we'd send the occasional message. I remember I asked Gina out three times in seven years. Where it was just like the first time I messaged her, I think it was like it was like 2014. And she we had a conversation about like the guy she was dating, whatever. A couple years later, I tried again and she completely ignored me. OK. One night I was drunk in late 2018 and uh, I sent her another message and it was just like that time. The timing was better. And we had a conversation and she was like dating people on like fucking Tinder and Bumble. and It was horrible. <clears throat> we had that episode where we read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so like I was like, all right, let's hang out sometime, whatever. She might kill me for telling this part of the story, but it's, it's funny a couple days later, I'm at my buddy's house. Should I hit the button? What button? The laughter button. No, I didn't say anything funny yet. When you when you do, should I Can hit it? Can you just... It? You know, <laughs> you're itching to touch this board. Can you just relax for a minute? <laughs> just hold on, all right?
0: Hold on, itchy trigger fingers. All right, guys. hold on.
1: So a couple nights later, I kind of forget about it. I'm like, she's never actually going to call me. Whatever. I'm at Greg's, my buddy Greg's house, and... Gina texts me and says, come to Chelmsford and meet me at my parents' house. So I'd go there, right? She's wasted. Blackout drunk. Now, I hadn't seen her in a decade. So she's gets in my car and she's fucking bombed. And we're talking for a little bit, sort of, talking as much as you can. And then she throws up outside my car.
2: No house. fucking way. Yeah. So this oh is night my one. God.
1: I'm now marrying this girl. That's awesome. So she throws up outside my car. We go get water at a gas station. Sitting there, we're talking. She's kind of sobering up a little bit. And then all of a sudden, so there's a, there's a car sitting there with their lights on and they're just idling. A few minutes goes by. Me and Gina kind of like like what the fuck are these people doing? Because like this isn't like a gated community right. where our parents live. It's like a nice area. Like they live in like a nice townhouse. And there's just this car. In the it's like eleven o'clock at night and they're just sitting. It's the night before Thanksgiving, so and they're just sitting there. So a woman gets out of the car and she has like a, a bandana over her mouth. What? And she knocks on the window and she goes, "Are you Carlos?" Oh my god, dude! Are you serious? And I'm like, no. I in hindsight, I fucking wish I said yes. But then I, I, might, well, have, the I might have been dead. But well, I was going wish... to say, is she going to pull out a fucking gun <laughs> and blow Carlos away? I don't away? know. Like, what I don't the know. Fuck? She's probably just buying drugs. With a like, bandana on her face? Yeah, she had like a, th- I don't know, I'm it's saying like a... bandana, but she had her mouth covered. And she comes up and she's like, are you Carlos? What the fuck? And I'm like, no. And then she kind of was like, oh my God, okay. And she ran away. She was standing right in Gina's puke, by the way. No she was fucking this way, really? Yeah. Um. So then I became Carlos and like it became another inside joke. And I remember the next day, I'm like, she was too drunk. She's not even going to remember us hanging out. Why did I even go? What did I even go for? I didn't know she was drunk. I wouldn't have went. If I knew she was that drunk, there's no way I would have even bothered. Right. But I'm like, all right, let's see. Like, we talked about going out to dinner on Friday. Let's see if she fucking remembers. So the next day, she actually did. And we talked, like, all day on Thanksgiving. And then uh, we had our first date in the North End, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where'd Uh, you go? We went to... Bella Vista. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's a nice, a nice boy. Mm. <laughs> so it's funny because I used to hate that story. Like Why? I used to be like. It's cool. It's like, uh, the first time we hung out, I must start racing. calling you Carlos. <laughs> Señor her Carlos. Mother, her mother called me Carlos for a while. Really? Yeah.
2: Señor Carlos. Haraldo and
1: Carlos. I got in a really big fight with an ex on Valentine's Day, actually. Uh I had an ex, and, and I'm not going to elaborate on this. I'm just going to say it. I was in a very abusive relationship. Yes, you were. Physically. And I remember on Valentine's Day. I'm surprised you didn't knock her out. Well, I don't you know. Listen, I I have a story. Well, hold on. Let me get this out first. <laughs> so Valentine's Day, we went to some event in South Boston. She was She used to drink a lot. All the time. I can't imagine why she was violent. Yeah. Well, uh, we got an argument, and she said she was going to call her ex to come pick her up. This is like five years into our relationship. And it escalated and escalated. And she got in the elevator to leave, and I followed her into the elevator. And she beat the shit out of me in the elevator. Yeah, and you allowed it. Well, then I I let her leave. I don't know how she got home. Uh, And then we moved in together like four months later. God. We'll do an episode on that someday, maybe. Abusive relationships are weird. They are. It's it's funny because, like, guys don't talk about it. It doesn't usually happen to guys, obviously. But I can understand the psychology behind it. Like, I can understand the psychology of being in that relationship and not realizing how bad it is. So I have a story. Until afterwards. Yeah, go ahead. It's a quick one. So I'm at a party,
2: and this is years ago. This is when I wasn't even married to my first wife. We were dating, and I'm at a party, and we... We're at this party, and 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 we went with this other couple. I'm not going to mention any names, just in case they listen or whatever. I don't like doing that, but anyway, we're at this party, and and the other couple, you know, we're hanging out. So all of a sudden, the guys just kind of gravitated towards one room where there was a TV, and and we were checking. I think it was MTV actually, and there was a band playing that we all liked, and we're all hanging out. And I think it was a headbangers' ball. It was a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And the girls are all in another room and they're all talking and stuff. And all of a sudden, his girlfriend comes walking up out of nowhere and she had cowboy boots on and kicked him right in the fucking balls. The fuck? And he went down. And we were like, Jesus Christ, right? And she's laughing and walks away. And the other girls are like, what the fuck did you just do? And my ex-wife, you know, she was like, why did she do that? And so anyway, he gets up and he had had enough of this. Oh, God. And I don't, I totally don't like guys beating on women. That shit pisses not. me the fuck off. Like, dude, you have no idea. There's another story I could tell. We'll do a whole podcast on this because I could tell you yeah. shit that well, my dad I feel did. Like,
1: I feel like we should do a show about Abuse. abusive relationships because we've both been there. There's a, and there, I think it's interesting. And you know us, we're willing to go. There. I
2: watched my father fucking grab a guy. That was tooling on a girl. I have some and stories too. It was awesome. My old man was like fucking Superman. It was fucking great. But anyway. <laughs> well, let's save that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he gets up and he's like, fucking, I mean, you, I mean, she's not, not a Valentine's day topic. No, really. but she fucking nailed this guy. Like, and he was a friend of mine. I Did grew she up do it
1: Just for, to be funny. Just to be funny. Okay.
2: Right. But she was just a fucking asshole and she would do shit like that to him all the time. Punch them in the face in front of people. And see, so he had just had enough. Yeah. He gets up and you know, he cooled off for a little bit. This is probably maybe 15 20 minutes later and he walks over and again, we're all the guys are in like one room. Then we all started gravitating back into like the party area where the girls were and stuff and he taps her on the shoulder and he fucking from his thigh he does a haymaker on this girl dude. Jesus,
1: man. And fucking knocks her out. See though, right? I gets funny and she probably It wasn't funny. It. Like in the sense that all like the girls. She hit but wait, him, but here's here's the thing that pissed you can't us all punch off. A woman, like especially when like men are just physically usually. Yeah, well he's a big dude, stronger,
2: and she's a she's a big girl, right? Like these two people are like Amazons. So anyway, <laughs> seriously. So anyway, uh, all the girls are like, "How could you hit her?" Blah 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 blah. And so then, was, the guy was she the
1: new Transformer Amazon Prime? <laughs>
2: That was good, dude. Thank
1: you. Um, So all the girls are
2: like going, how could you hit her, blah, blah, blah. So one of the guys in the group that we're hanging with turned around, how could he hit her? He goes, she just kicked him in the balls like
1: 20 minutes ago. So he did this in front of people? Yeah. Did he get arrested? No. Oh, no, they ended up making out and shit and leaving. After he threw a haymaker? Yeah. So she just took it on the chin? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, right. Dude, fucking knocked her out. And then she just got up and she was like, I love you. No, no, it took like fucking... Probably thirty minutes to an hour to fucking have oh her come my around. God, man, we were like wondering if we should call an ambulance. Yeah, maybe break up, but uh, you know, this is in the '80s, right? So what
1: the fuck does that matter? This, is, this is how fucked up we What's were in back the then? '80s. You just throw
2: fucking haymakers at
1: women. We were fucked up back then. We used to uh, uh, in the '80s. No, I'm not saying a sign of true love was an uppercut to the fucking face.
2: So anyway, it's a good way to shut you you're up. off the I like, board. I like no, this. No, fuck you. No, no, I do. I'm
1: deleting every sound on this board. No, no you're except not. Except the intro. No.
2: <laughs> so you can just keep running the fucking intro if you'd like. So anyway, I just thought it was kind of fucked up. Like, it was okay for her to kick him in the balls, but it wasn't oh, no, okay for him okay. to smack her. Neither
1: one is okay. Well, my... But, like, that's not how you respond to violence from a woman. You don't uppercut her. It wasn't an uppercut. It was a haymaker. Whatever, like it man. Was, it was from the
2: like down here and just what, fucking... Whatever you want to call it. And it was funny because we're all standing there going, we're going, don't do it, dude. Don't do it, dude. And he just is like, fuck this. I mean... She could have sent him to the hospital. I I was playing Everybody's hockey. Vice versa. I was it. playing hockey. Oh, well, yeah, but I was playing hockey one street hockey one time, and this guy took a slap shot on this kid, and he would never wear a cup,
1: this kid. Yeah, you can do some serious damage. You can dude. lose a nut. Oh, he did. I had a friend whose nut exploded. Exploded. Yeah. His did. Yeah. Passed he passed out on the fucking court. They ah, we called dude. an ambulance. Did you feel it? Oh, you feel dude, it, dude? I was like, we were have mortified. Thing. I don't know if women have this, but like, like you told me a story oh. about testicular torsion. Oh, god! You can feel it. Yeah, when you talk about it, like you can actually feel the sensation yeah. of it. Like you telling that story, my balls hurt, dude. I we were fucking
2: horrified. Yeah, we call, I had a call because we didn't have cell phones, so we had to run down to the Ugh. store, get on a payphone, call an ambulance. How do you come back from that? I, well, he did, Ugh, and you know what the god. really stupid thing is? You ready for this? What's that? The motherfucker comes back weeks later, plays street hockey with no cup on.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you have no balls left. It's just fucking stupid.
2: You know what I mean? But anyway, so, yeah. So that's my, uh, my, my. Well, lovely Valentine's Valentine's Day Day story. story. Flowers. Anyone? Candy? I got Gina's gift the other night. Hot pockets. I ordered
1: it. And it's nice, I think. We don't celebrate. Yeah, we don't. I don't celebrate really either. Like, we're going to go to dinner. And like you know, it's a it's fun to go out and do something, but like you know, honestly, like I'm not. I I hope she'd agree. Like we're pretty good to each other all year. Yeah. You know, like it's not like we need Valentine's Day to like well, reaffirm. Like
2: oh, no, it's like me. Like I, you know, I said to Laura, I was like I, he's like y- you want a pair of AirPods?" And she's like, "Why? It's not my birthday." My and friend I'm like, bought his
1: wife a fucking iPad Pro. Yeah. Thousand dollars. Just for do Valentine's it. Day. You just do it dollars.
2: That's what I valentine. Well,
1: that's kind of crazy, but I mean. If you added up all the Valentine's Day gifts, I've ever bought anybody. Well, I, I mean, I just think
2: it's nice. Like, I, and it, there was no, you know, you know, I love my wife because she's like, oh, well, I'll pay you back. I'm like, no, no you don't pay have you to back. pay me back. I'm just buying you something because like, I am right, I know, I'll send you an invoice. Well, I'm like, I know you're going to use it. You know what I mean? I take Discover, <laughs> Amex, MasterCard, <laughs> PayPal. Fucking pull out a fucking square, reader, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> We accept all major credit. Cards. Yeah, just fucking swipe your card here, honey. You know what I mean. Uh, funny.
1: Anyway, so but yeah. like I, I've had so many fake <laughs> Valentine's days. Like I've been in bad relationships where like you really do just kind of like get in that pattern where it's like it's Valentine's Day, we have to pretend like this isn't horrible, right? Yeah, so, I've done that. Yeah,
2: I, 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 for the most part, I mean, Laura and I, like you said, we're pretty good to each other all the time, and like. You know, one time, you know, when I stopped sending her flowers, <laughs> she said to me one time, "When, when I, I claim bankruptcy, when from I did send flowers, when I did, did send her flowers one from time, Africa." She's like, "Well, this is what Laura, Laura's. This is classic Laura." She's like, uh, "Don't buy me flowers anymore. Like they just die." It's a waste of money. Well, it's kind of like my failing off You know? It's like and you're buying something that's going to die. And I,
1: but I, I was doing then it. again, I guess like a puppy would die.
2: But I was doing it from my heart. Like I knew she liked these things. But I, but then again, she was right, you know? So then when I did send her flowers one time at work, this was a couple few years ago, actually, after we'd been married for a while. She goes, you ready? A classic woman. You ready? You never send me flowers? No. What are you buying me flowers for? What would you do?
1: Yeah, well, that's what it turns into.
2: What'd you do? Would you sleep with somebody? Did you? (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I had a
1: dream that you slept with somebody.
2: I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I sent you flowers because I, uh, you know, kind of bringing back the old days, like when we were dating and stuff. She goes, "Mm mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm dead serious. Like, I just try to, like, spark the flame a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and she was just like, it was like throwing gasoline on the fucking flame because she was (laughs) not buying it. You know what I mean? That would be good, though. Oh no! Not with Laura. gasoline
1: on the flame. Right?
2: No, no, it's gasoline on a bad flame. I think dude. you mean throw water
1: on the flame. Uh,
2: no, because yeah, it because you extinguished it. Oh, it didn't extinguish it. Fucking, the flame is what you want. It was a bad flame. Yeah. It was an uh, what do they what do they call the fucking like a bushfire. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No, what do they call the fucking fire that goes at the. The Fire Men Don't See it was a, a, a backdraft. That's what it was. It was a backdraft, uh-huh. yeah. And it burned my ass in the end. So I said, fuck it, I'm not doing it anymore. But I, I was just like, I felt bad because I was like, I was just trying to say, hey, you know, you know, I'm trying to kindle the fire a little bit, you know? And she was like, "I don't don't buy me flowers because I, I think you did something wrong. Oof. Yeah, so I don't buy her flowers anymore.
1: Mary, yeah, I could buy more practical things, right?
2: Yeah, like toilet paper or water. Yeah, go yeah. To Happy view. Valentine's Day. Yeah, there you his, go.
1: Fucking. His 24 rolls of Scott tissue. Here's <laughs> <His laughs> a fucking.
2: Here's his a fucking. Uh, is
1: the bounty quicker picker upper?
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I adult, love when guys are adult like. life. Hey, honey, I bought you a vacuum for your birthday. Like, what the oh my fuck God. is I, that, I, dude?
1: I, I, someone recently was like, should I buy my wife a vacuum? And I was like, I, I think that sends the wrong message. Yeah, unless she wants you to. Yeah, unless she specifically says like, boy, I really would love that vacuum. Right. <laughs> Like, unless she explicitly tells you, I would have Honey, our this. vacuum broke. We need to get but a new one. that's not a gift. No, but If like, you're then like, I'll get, oh, we need a new vacuum because it broke. I'm going to get you one for your birthday. Right? <laughs> it's like, come on, just buy a vacuum.
2: That's fucked up, man. I, I I look at people that do shit like that and go, oh, so you're
1: wondering why you're not getting laid anymore, but I wonder bro, how, you know how I mean? often it's an innocent gesture. I don't, I, maybe. It's like even buying cooking things, like. Your wife loves to cook, yeah. so I feel like she would be like, oh, Yeah, cool. I bought her stuff like that. Or like, growing up, I remember a couple of times, where like, I would buy my mother, like, a set of pots, and she'd be like, Watch so I can fucking cook for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, it's like, buy, here's an iron in an ironing board. Right. <laughs> well, it's I like, bought, hey, I bought you laundry quarters for Christmas. Well, it's like it's a sock full of quarters. Yeah. P- People that like
2: like would buy like they'd buy my father a tool for a birthday like because he was a carpenter right yeah. so it's like hey here's a new hammer and he'd be like what the fuck I have hammers. Oh, like nine hammers why do I need, need another, another one oh, great. he just toss them out of the hammer ten fucking hammers just put this one in the <laughs> hammer pile clang you know like what the fuck man I
1: I don't know I don't get people but anyway. Well, hey, this is fun. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to all you yeah, little birds out fucking there. Valentine's it's a fucking Valentine's Day. little meandering show, but I think, you know, it was nice. We covered, uh, you know, we did some stuff about uh, Valentine's Day and we started with some. What did we talk about before that? Uh, wow. Your eyeballs. Oh,
2: my eyeballs.
1: Something else. Oh, my like.
2: eyeball. Oh, you being a hoarder. That's right. Oh, yeah.
1: That's, yeah. That's not true. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. I could, we could do a whole episode on that too. Oh, great. Oh, I had an aunt who was a hoarder. Real bad. Orders like when she died, like literally, it was a path through her house. Like, oh the, no shit, like, like the TV show. Yeah, dude, it was that bad. Like, wow, literally just like groceries and unopened food and boxes and bags and clothes and and uh it's sick. Dude. She weighed, she weighed about six hundred pounds. She was bedridden. Um, wow. And she literally, it was a path through, like everything, like five foot high walls of shit. That's fucked and a up. Path from like the. Front door. You Watch your show? And, yeah, it's like, it's real, man. Shit
2: happens like that. That's fucked up. I would never do that. Yeah. Don't, I feel don't, like your marriage even... is helping oh, kind of keep that in bay. Oh, come on. Come on, dude.
1: Come on. Come on. Fucking A. All right. So uh, that's a wrap. I know Jay wants to press some buttons. Go ahead, buddy. Well, we need to hear one more time from Randy. We got to program more, Randy. Yeah, we do. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I love that. Excellent. Um, so yeah, we can take calls now. We can actually do some pretty cool stuff with this thing. So you know, maybe uh, maybe we'll try to set that up. Have a guest on. Yeah. So any guest suggestions, or if uh, you want to be on the show, <laughs> Daryl Hall. Uh, <coughs> Daryl Hall. Yeah. Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy. Uh, scrub. Oh, that's what we should program in. Oh yeah, we got hey, hey, Scrub Daddy. Hey, Scrub Daddy, right here. Yeah, yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll put it on put that, that on pad. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right everybody all uh, right thanks for tuning in and uh yeah. and uh fuck off
0: i want you to get up
1: now i don't know why I jay ran the intro get up out of your chairs. but i'm gonna talk over it for I a second you to get up right now jay and go to the lower window, it just lower it open it lower the volume the, the out slider out I keep going this is the intro jay why would we run this at the end of the i show? don't know i'm having fun uh, jay uh, new production assistant jay colin tony here <laughs> Thanks, everybody.